started making some real money for the first time, like real good money, tucking stuff in the bank account and ended up at content.ad where I'm just miserable. I'm sitting there selling digital marketing, native ads, and I'm sitting there just watching a Joe Rogan podcast. They're talking about this whole entire notion that if you're a guy sitting out there listening to this right now and you've got a dream inside and you've just, you're, you're sitting at a job that you fucking hate. Gary loves to say the fuck word, you know what I mean? <laughs> Guy's a legend. If you fucking hate your job and you're sitting there and you got a dream inside, I challenge you, walk out that door today and push all the chips all in on your dreams, whatever it may be. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning in to the CG TV podcast with the biggest savages in Costa Mesa, Newport, and Orange County. You want a house? They're going to sell it to you. Want a, you want a house? House? They're going to sell it to you. The CG TV podcast on this day. We're rolling. We're live. We're live. Live. We got Uncle Tito, aka OC Instant News, aka Chad Towersley. Uh, S E Y Towersy. 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 I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, and I've, I've I've had the name my whole entire life, so it's okay. So your brother's Pat. My brother is Punker Pat Towersy. Say. See, I didn't know that. Please. He married. Um, I grew up in Laguna. He married um, someone from Laguna. What's her name? Chloe? Is that her? Kardashian, yeah. Chloe Kardashian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scott, him and Scott are close. Yeah, yeah. Disick and him are pretty good friends now. You know, <laughs> he's moved into a whole new kind of he's he's more elite, you know? Yeah. Once you're with the Kardashians, you're on a whole different level. Yeah. 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 You visit them a lot? Yeah, but Kim doesn't like me too much. No. You know, she's a, she's a butt dart, so yeah. she she clearly <laughs> She's she, not a local. Yeah, she's not no. local. If no. anyone could ride a butt dart comfortably, I mean you know, right? It could slide up in her pretty easily. <laughs> she's she's got the fedunka bunk going. So yeah, she's probably a really talented butt darter. Yeah. Oh, Did you bring gosh. your ruler today? Your six I, feeter? I, I you know Sergeant Six Foot only comes out on you know the right occasion. You yeah. Know? And when the early days of social distancing was put into effect, he was he was roaming all over the place. You know? Yes, he was. He yes, was, he was. He's been put on the back burner a little bit recently. So let's get authentic, as you would say. You're from here. Bred, I hope so. Bred, born, raised, fourth generation Newport, and I just brought a fifth generation into this world uh, 21 months ago, and we got another one on the way. So fourth generation, like, so the first generation's Indian, or how far? Great, great <laughs> grandparents um, were actually the first ones to come down from Pasadena, <laughs> and then grandparents, and then my parents, and then boom, you know, here we are. Wow, that's it's, cool. There's not a lot of people that can say that. Is your wife... Same thing from here? No, thank God. Um, she 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 wasn't born with a silver spoon in her mouth. She's from Indiana, so oh. she's a she's a you know, what is that Midwest? I they, don't know. Yeah, they call that a unicorn. Yeah, that, those are. Yeah, so she she's a fantastic wife. She puts up with my crazy antics all the time. And how'd you, know, you guys meet? God, you know, actually, we met through. Um, I was on a dating site. So the, I was on dating apps before there were apps. So Plenty of Fish. Do you yeah. guys actually know that there was something called Plenty of Fish? Oh, it was, yeah. It was one of those free know, ones. It was back in the day, you know? And uh, You're well, having trouble out there? Is that why? You know, I was just exploring the wide world of the web. And yeah. uh, I ended up <laughs> linking up with this gal, and she was awesome. And, you know, we went on a few dates. But, you know, she was like six foot one, and she was a volleyball player. And she was just a little bit too much lady for me to handle. So... Um, I ended up breaking it off with her. I said, Hey, you know, if, 
if I have, I really want to keep you in the friend zone. And, you know, if I have a friend that I think would be a good match for you, I'd love to set you up. She goes, you know what? I've got the perfect girl for you. And she worked at Taranea with Taylor and she, uh, you know, put us together and the rest was history. I wow. like that. How long ago was that? Oh, man. I'm not good with dates and time, but it, I think it was at least seven years ago that we kind of first went on our first date together. It's crazy. I met my wife about seven years ago. She's a local, though. She born and raised on uh, Dover Shores and Lido. Oh, it's Dover Shores is okay. Those yeah, are, yeah, those yeah, are yeah, good yeah, girls yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially then, it was like, ah, it's not that. You know what I mean? It's like affordable. Nowadays, the whole thing's crazy around here. It's crazy. <laughs> well, you guys are real estate agents. You know what the market's like, right? It's nuts. We sell it every day, and we think it's nuts. It's The Dover Shores thing, and I'll probably move there. That's why this is funny. But uh, you pay... 1.7 1.8 for a teardown with an airplane dumping fuel on your head every day and your house shakes i've never seen anything like it in my life <laughs> but whatever so are you in costa mesa or newport i'm currently a resident of east side costa mesa um everybody already knows my address apparently mm -hmm. because uh, mark the pedophile has posted it out there all over the place and uh -oh. um here you know, we go the last week we've had uh over a thousand dollars worth of food deliveries to my house um, during coronavirus, where these, you know, a young man carrying a hundred dollars worth of Hottie's pizza coming up, thinking he's going to get a big tip, and I've got to send him away. It's not affecting me. It's just sad what some person will do to think they're getting a rise out of me or trying to hurt or harm me. Um, that doesn't so much matter, but it's when someone's shooting a, a firework, an actual mortar at my house at 1030 at night with a nine month pregnant wife and a, a 20 month uh, year old baby sleeping. Like that's where I start getting a little bit pissed off and sideways about things, you know? So, so let's talk about this. I guess there's some signs going up right now, right? Yeah, there's been a big campaign. Someone's placed all these uh, kind of wanted posters or beware posters, local idiot, blah, 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 blah. And it's just... It's really genius. I mean, they think they're harming me, but it's, it's really great just press, right? <laughs> good, good press, bad press. It's all just press at the end of the day. And nobody really understands marketing unless you're a marketing guy, you know? Um, My favorite was I saw you. <laughs> I saw you. I think you comment. I know you posted it and your caption was, well, at least at least I'm local. Yeah, at least they I said local, <laughs> you know, local idiot. I'm like, at least uh, I was dying. <laughs> because one of these one of these things that people love to do to me is because I, you know, I lived 34, five years in Newport Beach, all over the place, you know? And now that I purchased a home in Eastside Coast Mesa, they love to say, well, why do you care about Newport? You don't even, you aren't even, you don't live in Newport. You're not from Newport, but no, you don't know me. And in, in the surf community, it doesn't matter really where you live. It's what you consider your local surf spot, you know? But I'm as Newport through and through as it gets. Well, Eastside... I mean, you live in you live on 16th, right? Yeah. I don't know why I said right. I helped you move in, so I know exactly where What's you live. What's his address? I'm going to post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send, okay. send me some pizza. <laughs> two, two, two and a half or something like that. Something like that. I'm yeah, pretty close. So I kind of consider East Side like a part of Newport. I don't really, you know what I mean? Like most of the young guys or the people that grew up around here, they're purchasing in East Side anyway. Most people can't that, fucking buy most Newport anyway yeah. unless you're 16 generation um, freaking trust fund kid. Exactly. Most people that are from that aren't from here, especially, don't even know where East Side starts and Newport begins, and vice versa. So it's let's take it way back, though. Let's talk about who is Uncle Tito. Where did that start? Like, what is the origin story? Like, I want to go. I want to. I want to 
I want you to share things that other people don't know. Not like we don't have to get gnarly personal or anything, but like we can. What, what, what do you want to talk about that is not known through following you on Instagram? Because I think a lot of people know you as just the guy on Instagram, and like I don't think that's necessarily who you are as yeah. much as that's like a just a character. Totally, it's. A, I mean, it, there's a big show aspect to OC Instant News, and like obviously the reality based aspects of it. I bring my real life into it, but. There's a lot of shtick that goes on too, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm trying to troll people, but when you see me pour gasoline on myself and then, you know, I'm walking into a market making a whole skit out of it, I shot that out of order. You know, I walked into the market and told people, hey, tell me I smell like gasoline when I walk by you. It's just, I'm not going to pour gasoline and walk into Ralph's, you know what I mean? But that was all shtick. It's in, in part of this is for attention and views and, and, and getting myself out there. And there's only one way to do that in this day and age. You know, you have to do some shocking things at points in time, you know, to get the attention back to yourself. But, you know, to answer your question, two things, it is the Newport Mesa school district. Let's not forget that. Um, and number two, um, you know, Tito was a nickname that I got back in high school and there was a show called Tito's top four at four. Um, I could recite, you know, a lot of his, his skits that he would do. It, it, callers would call in and would have to say what Tito said. You know, it's a, if you know power one Oh six, you, you'd know what Tito's for, top four for if you're in my generation. So that was part of the nickname. And the other nickname was from Tony Montana. I was Tito Montana and you guys can kind of make up your own analogy on how that goes. But, um, I was feisty. I was a fighter. I was somebody that would always take a stand against people. I was the guy, you know what I mean? That people was like, Tito, I need you here right now. Like, because most people don't want to, you know, get into it. And I just kind of had that flair and, you know, the switch would go on. So, um, you know, kind of after Scarface a little bit. I saw you boxing on your Instagram. I did a little homework last night and I trolled your Instagram a little bit. You troll. I saw you, uh, <laughs> Such a I saw you boxing and challenging Jake Paul or someone like that. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, I, uh, I love martial arts. I've been training jujitsu. I train at AOJ, um, you know, and I, I love that I'm a purple belt and you know, I'm there's blue belts that are 15 years old that could tap me out over at AOJ. I mean, so having a belt really doesn't matter, but everybody should be aware. Like the people you see on the street that you might judge that you think is some pencil neck, you might want to take a look at his ears before you start talking shit these days. There's like a kid named Nikki Ryan who's one of the top jujitsu practitioners in the world and wrestlers in the world. And like, he looks like just a total nerd, you know, Keenan Cornelius is another guy down and he trains out of Athos down in San Diego. And like, you see one of these guys, you think they're a total pushover, but they will literally put you, you know, down for the count and put you to sleep. But, uh, so the whole AOJ thing, the whole jujitsu thing, and that really che teaches you to be humble and it really keeps you right sized. And like a lot of people out there online, they don't know what they're saying. They're just jib jabbing you with comments left and right. They think they're tough. They think they're a lion behind their little keyboard. Out in the real world, no one's come up to me and said anything to my face. And that's not because I'm some tough guy, but that's just because they're cowards. You know, I'm not scared. I will go out and speak the truth out in front of, and I'm on the firing line every day. I'm putting myself out there to get shot at all the time, you know? And you, as you see, people are posting beware posters of me, but. Who is that? Do you know? We don't know yet. I thought you were checking the cameras. I, I, I was, and we're waiting to get some, some, uh, stuff back from the, some of the restaurants down at the beach. They got their ad server over in Hungary. So it's a little bit, some time differences, but you know, it's like, uh, 
the other thing about what I'm doing right now with boxing is that once we had the kid, I wasn't able to go on the schedule of AOJ. If you've had a child, you're on their schedule. So, you know, paying, you know, a few hundred dollars a month to go have, you know, train at AOJ, it just wasn't in the cards. But, you know, here's a gym that I've been going to my whole entire life over at Ruka that I've never even punched a bag at. I've always just watched these guys doing their thing. And I started going in there and learning how to punch, you know? I thought I was a scrappy guy, but I didn't know that I actually had no idea what I was doing on my feet. So that's where the whole entire boxing element has come, and I'm, I'm hooked on it. It's like being a white belt in jiu-jitsu again. I just love it. My buddy, uh, he boxes at American Gym. Maybe you know him, Anthony? Uh, Coach Ant? Yeah. Oh, Coach Ant's the man, dude. The man. He's with Tony uh, Ferguson right now. He is such camp. a good guy. He it's a great a example of a guy you'd see out and you'd be like, oh, I beat the shit out of this guy. He would fuck you up like bad. And he's skinny. You would have no, he seems like the nicest guy in the world. He's my neighbor. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He walks his, he walks his dog and kids all the time. Yeah. He literally lives two houses over. What's your street address again? <laughs> two, two, two. I saw him half. running the other day. We were on a walk and he was running and he looked like freaking Rocky running. He was like, oh. he was like sprinting. He's probably I, doing that for 40 I minutes. I boxed with him like twice a month. And when I started, I thought I, like, I could scrap, you know? And you're like, no. And then you get, you get a little, he lets you get a little cocky. And then he just fucking punches you in the face on the side of the head or something. You're like, no. Nah. Yeah, the, the people that are actually trained at doing this stuff are so superior to, you know, the average guy that thinks he's a tough guy. Yeah. They will drop you in a heartbeat. Yeah. We so, had a Navy SEAL on here, and he was just talking about, he's like, you guys don't even, uh, like, it's just like, <laughs> talk about unassuming, <laughs> dude. That guy's like, hey, nice guy. Like, oh, that guy's a killer. So what do you want to, what's the goal for OC Instant News? Do you have a goal? Like, I why, mean, why did you take it like this, going off what he's saying, like, what was the moment, I know you did your thing in high school, what was the moment where it's like, I'm going to go, this shit takes a lot of time, dude. So, Media content takes a lot of time. So what was the moment where it's like, I'm going to fucking go for this? Okay, so here's the deal. I always had a dream inside, you know, growing up, I wanted to, you know, I'm an athlete, you know, and uh, I'm a, I am played D1 golf for Loyola Marymount University. And I always had in my heart of hearts that I wanted to make it out there, you know, being a sportscaster or an announcer or, you know, some type of talent up in, in Hollywood and that was always something that was in my gut. Like that was my dream. That is my dream. And I went to college, partied my ass off, played a little bit of golf, somehow got through on a degree that was, you know, perfect for me, TV and film. So I got a TV and film degree. Uh, That's a pretty good program over there too, huh? Yeah, it's great. There was 60% females, 40% guys. So yeah. I mean, do you live in El Porto or where'd you live? Um, I didn't live in El Pupo. I live in Westchester, but I definitely spent most of my time uh, drinking shark attacks at Sharky's at El Porto. I lived above El Tarasco oh, on Rosecrans and Highland. Epic. I know exactly where that is. For four years <laughs> with my uh, two college roommates. We literally, I think I went to class once a week and we surfed every day, sometimes twice a day. Fuck. Those are the days, Good man. Times. I went to Loyal. Are you following me? Or how old are you? Um, thirty-three. You're, I'm a little are you kind of like following my footsteps? I, it sounds like. You I know? don't know. I mean, he's the next. He's film, the next local film. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> film, yeah. film. Not. I'm not so good at film. I, that's why we have Tyler. But uh, yeah, dude. I I lived in Manhattan Beach the whole four years and just fucking lived the dream. You, you know the stomping grounds. So here I am graduating. <clears throat> uh, immediately started a production company with my buddy Logan Doolian. Uh, we made uh, Snap One. Uh, and then we made Snap Two. And once Snap One was finished, 
Um, I went up on an audition. Danny Kwok set me up, who was, you know, at Quicksilver at the time, and I was a Volcom guy. And it was for a show called 54321 on Fox Sports. It was going to be their first action sports show that they ever launched. It came on right after the best damn sports show. And lo and behold, I land the gig. I am their front runner with Leanne Tweeden and some guy named Kip Kippington. I don't remember his name, but there we go. The ball's rolling. I'm getting, you know, photo shoots for the all the campaigns. I'm doing all the VOs. I'm doing everything, putting makeup on me, pup, put, dressing me up like a puppet. I got the first taste of what it's like to be. I'm a core surf guy, you know, that was always youth against establishment, middle finger in the air, <laughs> smoke grass, like, you know, you know, party, pink is punk, the whole nine that Volcom bred into me growing up here and watching that, you know, fantastic brand start. Um, not so much fantastic anymore. They sold out, but you they know, all that, do. that's another they story. All do. <laughs> uh, congrats to those guys for making it big. Uh, and, uh, you know, that show was, was my first taste and I'm going to, you know, Fox parties with T- Tiffany Amber Thiessen and Bud Bundy. And I'm just like, I-, I made it, you know what I mean? Like ego is flying off the handle, you know, I'm partings too much. And, you know, lo and behold, I end up telling one of the producers to go fuck himself because he wasn't treating our sports the right way. You know, that's, you know, put my foot in my mouth. I've done that quite a few times in my life, you know, the, the lessons we learned. So, you know, one step forward, two steps back has been a, a, a narrative of my life. You know, I've had a lot of successes, but I've, I've also lost a lot of things due to, you know, bad behaviors, you know, and that's something that I try to talk about on OCN's News um, that, you know, I give people three strikes, you know, I always give someone three chances, you know, it's like, I just have a weak spot for sick people, you know what I mean, I I love sickos, Um, and as this whole thing carried on, you know, I started going, I I lost the job on Fox, you know, had a great little run, got a bunch of, you know, stuff in the, in the files, but um, I started going to auditions, and I couldn't land anything, I felt like my age was just a little bit off to, like, be the host of a lot of these reality TV, TV shows that were coming out, and I just ended up kind of hanging it up a little bit, you know, and I got into sales and digital marketing and my life started going in a different direction and seeing the successes of not having to maybe, you know, do some of the extracurricular activities to make money to actually doing it legit. And, um, I was okay with that. You know, I, I kind of got complacent. I was selling loans for lending tree. I then, you know, started working for Surfline, which was a dream job. I left there for another company, um, so I was having a good run, ended up at, you know, traffic vans, ma- started making some real money for the first time, like real good money, um, tucking stuff in the bank account, uh, and ended up at content.ad where I'm just miserable. I'm sitting there selling digital marketing, uh, native, native ads, which if you guys know what native is, it's basically within, you know, advertising content, all those boxes down at the bottom, that clickbait stuff. And. I'm sitting there just watching a Joe Rogan podcast and he's got this guy named Gary V on and I'm sitting there going, God, I really, I really like what these guys are talking about. I mean, I love Joe. I didn't know who Gary was at that time. This is probably four years ago. And that's, that's like early on the train. Totally. That's like early on the Gary V train. And he's sitting there going, Joe's like, Gary, you know, they're talking about this whole entire notion that he says, Here's what you need to do. Like if you're if you're a guy sitting out there listening to this right now and you got a dream inside and you've just you're you're sitting at a job that you fucking hate. Gary loves to say the fuck word, you know what yeah, I mean? Guys a legend. If you fucking hate your job and you're sitting there and you got a dream inside, I challenge you, walk out that door today and push all the chips all in on your dreams. Whatever it may be. And from that point I started doing I had an Instagram account called Towersy. 
it's still up there today. Um, it's private. It is private. Mm. That's where it's a family fa- family friendly content. I started you have, doing you have uh, five thousand family friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually used it a little bit of as a backup account just in case we get shut down one day. Yeah. But um, I started doing my stuff on on Towersy, and you know, my brother and my mom called me and said like. We don't like what you're doing, you know. We don't. Fuck, we don't I love like, this conversation. We don't keep like it the, coming. Yeah, we don't like the fact that you're using the the our the family name and you're doing some stuff that's you know very questionable. And I said that's fine. So that day I started OC and Snooze and I got my alter ego persona Tito. I put an uncle in front of it because, you know, in the surf game when you're over in Hawaii, you know that all the older guys are your uncle, and I spelled it with a K instead of a C, and it was born. And then I felt like the, the Band-Aid was ripped off. I didn't have to be concerned about a family name. I had this alter ego that I could feed and just let him go and do his thing. And, and I started building it and just watched it just freaking just go. When was that? That was almost probably close to four years ago. Mm. I feel like it takes about four or five years like to do like this. So we started this. We're here because of Gary Vee. Great. You know what I mean? And... It's the amount of like positive vibes that guy's putting in the universe is like unreal. And he looks like a guy I would never be friends with when you just look at him. You're like, oh, this, this guy's, you know, but like the shit he says, it's like that guy's going to fucking change the world, dude. Like no one out there when he started doing this was pitching like do what you love, positive vibrations, like follow your dreams. Don't listen to your parents. Like. You know, it's like he's the don't first guy. Don't go to guy. college. Don't go know? to college. You know, like I'm fucking glad I went to college, but like nowadays it's different. I don't know. I don't I, have the answer. Yeah, I think Gary is a product of what he preaches, and I think that's why <clears throat> that's why he is so impactful because he truly is just telling people basically what he did. You know, he's like, "This is what I did. I I I didn't fear the judgment of my peers coming into the wine store or the liquor store in their three series." Um, I knew that, you know, like I was literally listening to him this morning. He's like, they were up 20 points in the first quarter. He's like, why do I care? He's like, they didn't even, they don't realize like this thing is a four quarter thing, you know, and it's not just getting started. And he still says that he's like 43 or whatever. I'm just getting started. He's like, I'm going to be building business when I'm 78. Like the guy's a monster and it like fires me up, man. And, and he, I, I would one like my dream is definitely to like, somehow have Gary on or we go on Gary or like whatever like the guy really I would just be like hey man I want to like pay homage because like he really has affected a lot of people in a really positive way are you a Laker fan yeah love the Lakers I actually love the Clippers too <laughs> nice segue um, how can you do it how is that possible <laughs> I actually I well I like the underdogs yeah, you yeah. know what I mean so the Clippers are they're both LA teams yeah, and the, you know so I just you know obviously I grew up just loving the Lakers you know yeah. and as I started going to <clears throat> moved up to LA I, they had season tickets for uh you get two for one for like 1500 bucks to the Clippers so I actually was a season ticket holder for a few years up there while I was at LMU I didn't go to all the games but definitely uh had some fun um going up going up to the clipper games those guys rule and they're they're, what a little franchise they're still building there oh they're gonna uh he just bought the forum gary did no um gary will next um bomber the owner of the clippers just bought the forum they're gonna move to the forum in inglewood sick which is sick for them because like you have to have your own identity bro they're they're playing there and they're looking up and they're looking at the 16 championships it's like that's just never they're no matter they could win five and people are still, it's not, they're going to chant, it's not their building. You know what I mean? So that would be good for them. 
that'll be fantastic. I'll love to go see the forum and the forums in an interesting part of LA. And, uh, you know, we're going to have some real hometown heroes emerging from the Clippers. Now it's going to be awesome. Yeah. But they're going to lose in the Western conference finals. But, uh, how do you deal where you start talking about your family? I've had some, dude, I was like total traditionalist marketing. And then we started doing this about a year ago. There's like, you know it, man, that they're fucking the haters come out. How do you deal with that shit? Honestly. I mean, personally, it's so funny. Like I can only consume so much media. So when we talk about Gary, like, you know, yeah, I know his name and I pop on and check out some of his stuff here and there. And like, but I'm not like religiously watching everything Gary's talking about. And, but every time I listen to him, I'm like, I'm doing that. Like that's, that's righteous. You know what I mean? Like I'm not claiming I'm some guru or anything like that, but like, I, I literally don't have time to really like listen to these trolls that don't know me personally. Like I know who my tight friends are. I know who my family is. I know what they think of me and yeah, they think I'm crazy sometimes, but you know what? They love me no matter what. It's like my wife, you know, she's, you know, we're married. We have a family. We've got our own life that goes on behind closed doors and we all do. And nobody knows, um, people can only speculate like, oh yeah, well getting married. Yeah. That must be like this and that, you know? And like, I've seen movies about people getting married. You don't know what it's like to get married till you walk through that and go down the aisle and plan that whole wedding out for a year. And you know, the stresses that come with it and, you know, talk about getting married, you know, the week of my wedding, I was doing my whole butt dart campaign leading up to it. And I got this guy named Christian lightning. And his wife, who's a Newport Mesa school district teacher who starts harassing me at content.ad where I was working when I started this whole thing. They're emailing my work, telling me how I harass cyclists and just putting out propaganda and campaign. They started a Facebook page that was about to ruin my wedding. And someone alerted me to this. I caught wind of it. I went and saw it. I'm like, I can't believe this. They're going to do a protest at my wedding on my wedding day, dude, because they had all the information. It was public. And these guys ended up, he ended up showing up to my wedding um, while we're out there taking pictures with all the family and our tuxes and all the, you know, the wedding parties there. Here come these butt darts, about six to seven of them. They're weak little protests. That, uh, the, who were the disgusting people that followed Christian Lightning and his buddy to come and talk shit to me and my family you know, at, this, at your wedding, at my did wedding. they pull up on their butt darts? They pulled up in their spandex, you know, on their butt darts, and yeah, I would have broke their bikes in half. You don't know how hard I had to restrain myself from flipping out at these guys, <clears> you know. But the cool thing was, I called Officer Miller. Uh, another thing I've done is really broken bread with our local police departments, you know, and like, oh, you're a dry snitcher, you're you're someone, you, oh, you're gonna talk, call the cops on me. No, I'm not gonna call the cops on you but it's damn good to have the cops in your back pocket you know what i mean like m- most of them love uncle tito you know yeah. because i'm out there chasing pedophiles out of our town i'm standing up against doinkers that they can't do everything to people you know there's only so much the police can do so then there's kind of the the hero that you maybe didn't ask for is coming out with his cape and just sending people you know? oh we we asked for him yes. we do we the people of newport and <laughs> well, see that's interesting because i so i uh i I wasn't sure what your relationship was like with the police because I, I couldn't tell if they felt like you were making fun of them. I couldn't tell, to be honest. So, so you are cool with, like, oh, they're yeah. cool. I love and salute the Newport Beach and Coast Mesa Police Department. All our, you know, everyone who's doing it right. You know, obviously, 
police have gotten a bad rap over the last, you know, especially the last 10 years since media and social media has come into effect, but they've had a bad history themselves. You know, we all need to face the music and we got to look within ourselves and go, where are we off? What am I doing that is affecting people in a negative way? And if you're not able to really identify those bad behaviors or, you know, the bad apples in the bunch and really get rid of them, then it's going to cause problems down the line. What's your local surf spot? What's your favorite? What's your go-to? 56, 54th Street um, is my local, local spot. But anywhere in Newport, you know, wedge to river jetties. It depends what swell directions, what's going on. Um, but let's get back to the trolls, you yes, know. Let's right. get back to, like, you know, actually walking through shit and having shark skin. I like to say, I melt you, snowflakes, and I drink you up because that keeps me hydrated. If you don't have haters out there, you ain't doing it right. Especially if you're a guy that's going into this type of, you know, broadcast or acting or if you're a public figure, whatever you want to tout yourself, you're going to have people that just don't like you. And that's okay because I've got the back-end analytics. I know exactly all the messages. I could just pull up my phone and show you. I get hundreds of messages every day on the DM. And maybe one to three of them are bad. And the rest of them are just all people just be stoked. I would not be doing this for three and a half, four years if it was just all negativity. But I play into the negativity. I let these trolls have a voice to come at me in these lives and and get into it with them because people love that controversy you have to give your audience what they want if you're going to make an entertaining show i choose to allow them and engage with them just to kind of like show them hey i'm bulletproof right here you're not doing anything to affect me you're not getting a rise out of me like i'm just going to continue to shut you down and i don't love everything donald trump does um you know certainly he's you know grabbed her by the pussy and done some things that he wishes he didn't do but haven't we all haven't we all done a few things that we you know, kind of like, Ugh, I wish I kind of could shut the door on that. But my closet's wide open. I'm just like, here's my beating heart right in my chest. And I'm going to stand up for myself. I'm not going to let you put me down. I'm not going to let you talk shit because you don't know me. Really what's going on. You don't really know me. And I've got plenty of problems. I've got my own struggles in life. Like, I'm the first to admit it when I make a mistake. And just because I put someone on my feed and, and maybe I gave them some shit. There's a background story to every single one of those clips I go up. So sometimes it doesn't paint me in the right light. And maybe I pulled that down after four hours, kind of cringing on myself, Ugh, you know, but for someone to say like, well, that's you. you, just because you pull something down, you're still a harasser and a bully. Okay. Well, I make mistakes. Who the hell are you? Are you Mr. Perfect? Fuck. I'm not. And we know Blake's not. If you, if you, do you want to do what you're doing or do you think that your the audience wants you to be doing what you're doing if that makes sense people who really know me through and through know that you know there's a lot of authenticity that's coming out on this stuff you know this is kind of how i walk around in my daily life i'm kind of like a larry david type of individual like shit just falls on my plate and it's just people think I have a police scanner or they're like, how do you attract this stuff? You know? And it's just, it's just what happens in my life. These scenarios that are just, I find, I find funny or comedic or whatever, like the sarcasm, all this stuff is just like, it's my everyday life. And I, I might crank it up a little bit yeah. for the show, but the end all be all with this whole thing was, I want to be the next Michael or Bruce Buffer. 
Ladies and gentlemen, introducing fighting out of Costa Mesa, California, the one, the only, the madman himself, Uncle Tito! Welcome to Friends of the Show. Friends of the Show. CGTV. Friends of the Show. Friends of the Monthly Show. What's up, guys? Tariq El Musa here. You might recognize me from HGTV, but if you want to learn more about real estate sales, investing, and how to make money, you better check out the CGTE podcast because we had a great time shooting it. Hey, guys, if you know anyone that's thinking of buying or selling a home and they need a good real estate agent, send them our way. We'd love to help them out. Now, back to the show. He's better than Bruce Buffer. I know phenomenal. Bruce Buffer pretty well. And, like, I know I got it. No, no, no. I'm telling you right now, I know Bruce Buffer, and that was good. That was really Michael Buffer's good. the shit. Bruce looks like he's up there blowing like five rails of cocaine before he gets on there. And I, I love him to death too. But like, I know that I have a calling in life and it is to be the next ring announcer. But how do I get to be that next ring announcer if I'm just a nobody? Like you can't break into these things that easily. Like I know the people over at, um, you know, OC Fight Club, the Engelbrecht family. I've been knocking on that door for years, dude. Get me up there. Let me do the pre-card fights. Give me my shot, you know? And still, I can't get anywhere because they got some guy named Mike, um, whoever that's been doing it. He's a news guy out in the Inland Empire, and he's been doing it for all these years. And like, great, good for him. But look what I've built right now. I can be a side promo for you guys to fill this whole entire stadium on top of being the guy that's on the ring announcing like, and I am competent with doing it. Like I really know that I can do this. So part of it is this is a platform to get my face and my name out there so I can get the jobs that I really want. And it's started to open doors that I've created a business out of it. I'm getting paid from different companies, smart choice, heating and air. You Shout guys out. Had HVAC got on your show. Um, nice guy. Super cool guy. You know what I mean? And he's like, when it comes to doing AC and being a businessman and kind of a, an entrepreneur and a, a, like a, a front, like a, like a, he's one of those guys that people call out to come speak at conventions for HVAC stuff. Um, he is the HVAC God uh, and his son, HVAC Jesus, you know, they're fantastic, you know, people. But yeah, like I run people's Instagram accounts, you know, I get to be kind of a sham wow guy for different people. You'd be great at that sham wow type info. Oh gosh. You'd be fantastic. Great. You're so much better in person. Dude, why don't you do... There's like a lot of celebrity fights now. Have you noticed? Well, it's probably why you fucking did it. You know what you're doing. Why don't you start there and do like the announcing for like the next celebrity fight? I mean, what I think... What I've seen, uh, you know, a lot of things I've thought about doing is like, you know, I, I was carrying the mic around for a little bit and, you know, I got all the access to the fighters at Ruka, but I wanted to implement, you know, on OCNC News, like doing this announcing of like just guys coming up off the street, like... It don't even need to be fight related. You know, I, I, I was thinking about just <laughs> That's starting, hilarious. you know, because I've got to start changing the game a little bit because it also some of the personality stuff that comes out also does affect certain business aspects, you know, especially like smart choice. They'll get complaints from people. And, you know, when your boss is like worried about things that people are saying, I said, dude, go look at his profile. This is a troll. This is someone that wants me to lose my job. Like and people are vicious out there, dude. People are vicious, man. And people that don't live this space and understand how the mentality works, like, 
they can let it feed into their own kind of mind. So they don't like change, man. And when they can't like do this stuff or they're like scared of it or they don't want it to like have a real platform or they're scared that you're going to have a real voice, which you already do in the community, like they freak out. And then they're like, what are we going to do? Well, we're going to bring it down. That's how what I think. Uh, we talk about it all the time. <clears throat> if the people like that, that complained, if they, instead of spending that time, actually just applied themselves to some type of craft, they would be so successful. That's the amount of time that they spend hating and trolling and replying. And more than likely, like you said, there's some 23-year-old kid in their mom's basement in Milwaukee that's like, oh, I'll see instant news. Like, dude, get a life. And they won't do it to your face. That's the best part about it. Like, I know I got a lot of haters out there. Like, even in my friend group that, like, I know. I just fucking know. And it's like, they see me. Hi, Cedric. How you doing? You're doing so well in real. It's like, dude, fuck you. Like, I, have ha- I have haters that are his friends <clears throat> that probably like him less because of me. Oh, for sure. 100%. <laughs> because of, like, my Guaranteed. haircut. Guaranteed. Because, like, the Guaranteed. Sh- my hair on I my like side is too short. How are, you, how are you getting your haircut during the Oh, time? he's had his haircut three <laughs> times during Corona. My boy. Look at that hair. Gary Blankenhorn from Hype Cuts. Shout out to oh, the boys. Shout your, out to how's Bear. How's your hair so fucking straight? What are you, dude, flat iron that shit? Dude, my hair is so straight. It's just gnarly. And this is the you longest I've ever had it. I probably, there might be some Viking blood in, in the Towersy <sighs> lineage. Why didn't you marry that 6'1 girl? That chick's got to be a Viking. We could have bred some serious <laughs> maniacs for sure. Oh, Six man. one, you got to be a Viking if you're a woman. Yeah, unless yeah. you're like they stretched you in China or something. She was built like a brick shit house too. I mean, yeah. she was tough. Volleyball. She was tough. She's a volleyball player. But what about your your wife? Must have been an Petite. athlete. My wife, no, no. You went the other way. She's 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 competent on her feet, but don't put her on a bicycle. Um, no. What about like a tennis court or something? She actually plays. She can play tennis. That's the one sport that she did like. But what she's about, not like my mom is the most. I had to marry someone that was a little bit less than my mom because yeah. my mom, Marianne Towersy, is the best like woman lady. athlete for her age on the planet. I, if there was a show that... Like, how good are we talking? My wife's a pretty gnarly athlete. My my mom is the most competitive, amazing athlete in the world. Like, and, and <clears throat> that is factual information. She is one of the best golfers on the planet for her age. Um, she's a stick, but she gets up every day. She runs freaking four miles. She, then she's back at the house cooking breakfast, and then she hits a golf course and does Champion. 18 holes. She'll get she on Michael the Jordan? table. She very well could be Michael. But yeah, my mom's just like the uber competitive person. And that's where, you know, my dad's a great athlete too. But like I, my competitive genes came from her, you know, so. And your brother's not quite as competitive as you are, is he? He's competitive. Is he? He's never beat me in a round of golf and that just drives him crazy. Um, But he's a very competent waterman. He's a great athlete. Um, You know, he's good at tennis. I don't know if we've, he's taken me out at tennis, but he probably thinks he can. Um and I don't play tennis. Like yeah. you know, I'll just pick it up the racket and I'll go out there and just athlete it around the freaking yeah. the court. You know, <laughs> no, you're like a spider monkey. Your fundamentals aren't that great, I'm but a you're straight spider monkey yeah. when it comes to anything like that. Yeah. But I want to create a show that's like you know placing people, you know, in in these head to head matches where it's like a, a bracket of to find out who is the ultimate gamer. You know, we've got darts, ping pong. You could throw boxing in there, jujitsu, surfing. You could put dick dragging in there if they wanted to write a boogie board. 
Um, but yeah. there needs to be this like I could see you on a boogie board. Softball hitting softballs or you know ba- fastballs. You know, uh, you know, just this whole aspect of like Dude, sporting. They, they do that in Laguna. It's called the manly games. Have you heard of that? Ooh, I like. They that. throw axes. They throw darts. They play fucking flag football on the high school um, field. They go surfing. Uh, some say like the Brooks, they count the Brooks street contest in it, but they, a lot of the guys aren't obviously can, can't do that. Like they do that in Laguna, man. You might have to do a fucking the show manly up. Game. Maybe I could be the announcer for the manly game. Dude, there's like a couple hundred dudes. Dude, well, you know what I just thought? We should <laughs> get a fucking trophy. We should have uncle Tito. Cause so <clears throat> we've been, this is our first season. This is our, we have 18 episodes, but we've recorded probably 40. Close to thirty. I think it's like um, 40. Not everyone makes the cut. You know what I'm saying? But uh, we <laughs> we've been our intro for the podcast is just our voices, and we have some like uh, like a beat in the background and stuff, and it's decent. But like we should have Uncle Tito do the intro, uh, like Bruce Buffer. Dude, I want to pay Uncle like, Tito to that do would intros be on listing appointments. Phenomenal. <laughs> He just walks in. Shows up. <laughs> oh my god! Six foot one, one eighty five. Bro, that is co-founder CGRE. That is hilarious. I don't even care. If we don't get the appointment. Oh, we have the like, best a smoke, like a like a smoke machine. Oh my gosh, dude! I'm not he kidding. should do our open houses. We just pay him. Just do our open house. Hello, yeah, <laughs> welcome in. Two thousand square feet. You should start a radio show, bro. <laughs> even if no one listens. Like, why don't you do a podcast? So these are all things. Here's the thing. So. <laughs> I've I've actually recently um, <clears throat> got a new outlook on my life. You know, mm. having a, a new child here um, coming in the next could be any any day, but like due June thirteenth, and I was always trying to, you know, plan on when I was gonna you know get myself my shit together, so to speak. You know, it was you know oh, there's the the holiday or the birthday or you know the the proposal or the wedding or the baby coming and. You know, I've got some isms that I I have inside of me that are kind of my dark, deep secrets that I kind of, you know, and having an audience to entertain, you know, it's, you know, I don't want to say just recovery or sobriety, but right now I've made a conscious decision to not drink or do any drugs, you know what I mean? And like, it's been a game changer for me. Um, right now I'm personally 58 days clean and, and, uh, I haven't smoked a joint. You know, drank a beer in 58 days. And that's tough to do when I really like to do those things. You mm-hmm. know, not that it was causing like huge <clears throat> problems for me in my life, but I just wanted to have a new perspective and outlook. So I've, I've cleaned that side of the street for myself and I really like where I'm at today. Um, and it, and it reflects in everything in all aspects of my life. I'm, I'm a better husband. I'm a better father. Um, I'm a better entertainer. Uh, my skin doesn't look as pasty and as white. I've got some color going in, you know, my eyes look clear and I'm able to look people straight in the eyes and talk to them and, and smile and actually be happy. Um, because there's nothing worse than putting a fake smile on your face. Yeah, you know worse. what I mean? Um, or a fake laugh, you know, or just putting on some facade when really you're kind of eating yourself up inside and not really happy with what's going on. So like I've made those changes and I've just seen OCNC news just take off again. Hmm. You know what I mean? The, you know, adding more followers to the whole mix. And like, and all of a sudden, like, as you get this attention, I don't think I've been totally outlandish over the last, you know, 50 some odd days since making these changes in my life. I feel like I've been actually an easier, softer Chad or uncle Tito. 
Um, I'm not out yelling at butt darts as much. I'm not, you know, spouting as much negativity. Um, yeah, I've certainly been rallying for my beach community on what I believe was the right thing for our city council to do. I dubbed myself the unofficial official mayor of Newport Beach. This is all kind of a big joke in some sense, you know what I mean? But I really am passionate about them making mistakes and calling them out on it, you know? So, you know, where I'm going with this is that, like, you know, anybody out there that's like hurting inside you know they 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 have things that they're not like i told you earlier like i've had my successes i've made my one step forward but i keep making those two steps back so if that's like part of your story and you're sick and tired of that you gotta you know identify where is this coming from and i feel like i've kind of honed in on on that aspect of my life that that really was causing some of that discomfort for myself and i've and, you know, it, this is a journey I'm on, you know, and I'm, I'm stoked to be on the journey right now. You can call it a radical voyage. You can call it whatever you want. But like this is the, the reality. If I'm living in the future, I'm living with anxiety. If I'm living in the past, I'm living with depression. If I'm living in the reality, I'm just chat. I'm just stoked. I'm just being me and I'm going to deal with shit. I'm going to deal with different issues, you know, and. You know, whether you have a God or whatever you get, spirituality, like if you can tap into some of that stuff and you can kind of turn it over and you can have this acceptance that, you know what, this is just who I am. And if I'm not happy with who I am, how am I going to be attracting the right stuff into my life? And I think that's really important for people like I, that. The positive attraction and, and the laws of attraction, like it's so real. So real, dude. I don't care what anyone says. Like when I went, m met my wife, it was like this like. It wasn't even like, oh, like I'm attracted. Uh, obviously, I was attracted to her, but it was like, oh, I think we're supposed to be together. It was just bizarre. And like, I've had that with a couple of my friends throughout my life and like certain sports or whatever it is. Like the Lakers do that for me. I know that sounds crazy. Uh, but like the laws of attraction, it's so real. If you tell yourself every day you suck, you're going to suck for sure. Did it make it hard? So 58 days sobriety and then these these trolls come out with local idiot posters and you in your mind, you're like, man, I've been doing the straight and narrow for almost 60 days. I feel good. I'm clear headed. I'm being chat. Like did that really like kind of uh, throw some, some fuel on the, on the flames a little bit? No, not at all. Like I thought that was the most genius thing that I've seen someone do. Like those posters, like I, I actually got a good laugh out of that and I, I turned it into a, I even posted it up on my thing. I was like, here you go. You guys, you want, you want this small little segment of people to know, let me let everybody know, you know, because I'm going to walk past that. And I'm, I, I have a newfound confidence in myself with who I am through, you know, if you want to call it sobriety or, you know, whatever, just making these small changes. And like, so I feel like even more, you know, impenetrable than I ever have felt. Hmm. Like I feel bulletproof right now. Let me ask you this. Cause I've noticed you're starting to promote local businesses lately on your feet. Oh, I've always been a big proponent of local businesses, but during the COVID times, all these restaurants, I've just gotten behind their causes. I mean, a lot of big people like will give me free di dinner for the family to, to go out there and do some promotion for them. And I mean, what a great exchange. Yeah. I mean, what a great exchange. They're getting, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars worth of, <clears throat> of free marketing out, out of me. Like, you know, every one of the slides on my story does between eight and 12,000 views. You know what I mean? Like, People walk back into those restaurants and like, hey, I saw you on OC Instant News. Like, it actually works. It does something for them. So, um, 
I'm always about supporting local businesses, you know? So if anybody out there, uh, you know, it doesn't need to be a restaurant. You guys want to send me stuff, I'll do a full, uh, an opening, a reveal for your product. Uh, send it over to me. I'll come eat at your restaurant. I just want free food, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so what are your go-to in uh, Newport Costa Mesa restaurants? Well, I mean, Chixie Natural is an amazing, you know, rotisserie chicken place. The, the sisters that work there are just beautiful human beings, and they'll never do you wrong. Uh, healthy, healthy, very healthy. That's a great spot for a good, healthy meal. Um, I love my bonsai bowls. You know, Joe Barr has been a, a supporter of OCN's news for a long time and, and has always stayed true to the game. Where's that peninsula? They've got one down, uh, by the Newport pier. They got one on 17th street. They got one in Laguna. They got one in Huntington beach. Uh, wow, and they got him. one in Hawaii. So he's done well, but he, you know, this has been scary times for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love all my local eateries. Al's Pizza supports me. Uh, I do a lot of work with him. It's been tough being, you know, having, because I can only get, have so many pizza p- restaurants in my portfolio that are within a certain geo radius. So it's like, I loved all my other pizza restaurants around Newport. But now it's like, we're all about Al's, unfortunately. Not unfortunately I got to try Al's. Where's Al's? Al's is right next to 7-Eleven on Irvine, um, right next door, basically, next to the Rub and Tug that's, you know, two doors down. Oh, I've been to Al's. Across yeah. from, like, uh, we get our Gatorades <laughs> I was there. Say, our office is on Dover. Across from Westcliff. 833 Buffalo Dover. chicken pizza. It is so fire, dude. Frank's Buffalo chicken pizza. Dude, people, my friends, have been calling, uh, what is it, La Ventina's, and they have it delivered to my house. That's pretty sick. Lavi's is great, dude. Uh, for like, just, like, just like a sloppy good pizza. Dude, it's so good. So good. Okay, so we're going to wrap up. I have a question. Have you been on another podcast, like a local one? So my buddy Johnny uh, and um, what's their so they they did their podcast and I went on theirs once I went on this comedians one because I do some stand up also really um, yeah you just did it what do you think those voices are no it's but fucking that, hilarious. that makes that makes a lot of sense yeah it's really cool I got to be honest with you I think like I I feel I didn't have a judgment before you came on but like yes, you're pretty you talented not really no no I'm pretty good at that I did. He did. I unfollowed you. Shutter, you're just judging me over there, aren't listen, you? I, listen, they're pretty haircuts. No, 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 no. Like legit, I was following you for a while. I thought you were hilarious. Never met you, right? We're gonna go all in right now. Yes. And uh, go quick. Literally, like two kids. weeks ago or less, I was like, I saw like the six foot thing or whatever, and I was just like, I'm over this, man. Like I just was like, I got caught up in the negativity of it all, and I was just like. I'm kind of, and to be honest with you, I had DM'd you like so many times and you hadn't come on the show. And I was like, fuck this guy, man. How did I miss your DMs? I tried to look at fuck all this of guy them. DM'd Bro, me all the time. You responded to like four different comments and you're like, yeah, man, let's set it up. And then I would DM you like, hey, bro, like let's set it up. And you were like, uh, and then you wouldn't reply. Here's the other thing. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I was, I didn't finish my train of thought when you asked me something before about podcasts and yeah. why I haven't done that. Because, you he know, I, I honestly like, I can only take on so much and I've yeah. learned 100%. That, and I've learned that in my life I don't like failing people you know what I mean I don't like letting people down so by committing to too many things in my life and and not following through on those commitments or by saying I wanted to start a podcast or this I know I just haven't been ready and that's why part of these psychic changes with me doing that I'm able to take on more and like here I am like it was hard for me to, to get here and no do we this, appreciate like, it you know I was like boom so not so I did follow through with you you <laughs> did follow through it was it was all about timing. me but it was so all about timing you let did me, let me you did. Say, let me say what I was gonna say like you're pretty fucking talented thank and you. like I we talked to a lot of talented smart people and like I'm pretty like 
I, I wouldn't say I'm a fan yet, but like I'm like on the train. You'll get there. Like I, because I thought the same as Blake. I'm like, it's really interesting what this guy's doing. He's got to be smarter than what I think because like, and then I, I got a little thing like the Blake and the troll thing. I'm like, I'm not that. Well, tell him what you tell him what you said to me about him <clears throat> coming on, because that was interesting. It's what not it, a bad thing. I have no idea what I said. I say shit all day long. Cedric Cedric said, you know, I don't think that guy could. I don't think that guy could sit for an hour and a half and have a, like a oh, real, yeah, yeah, a yeah, real yeah, conversation. Yeah. That was the thing because we I'm don't like, know who you are. I'm we like, just know yeah. you from. You I'm know? like, I'm like, I wonder because a lot of people like I meet people all the time that are like on TV. They're like, Whoa. and then you meet them you're like, holy fuck, dude, that's like a total thing. And like, I didn't think you could handle an hour. And I've been pretty easy on this one, but like, I sometimes go. You know what I mean? I'm just like. And like you fucking handle yourself great, man. Well, when you're, you know, I am a maniac, you know, I've never thought I was, you know, just a, I've never been a real normal human being. Like my brain has always operated differently, even from the youngest ages of my earliest concept, like things that I can remember in my life. You know, I've always had a little bit of a psychoticness going on, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't need to be medicated. I'm not bipolar or, you know, I'm not a major depressant or a major, you know, upper downer, but like I'm got a little bit of a screw loose and I'm okay with that. I, I know I'm kind of a little wild man. Um, and I hope all you guys out there have one of me and your, your group of friends, like just that wild fun loving dude. That's got the biggest heart that would go to bat for you because that's who I am. You Love know, that. at the end of the day, that's exactly who Chad Towersy, uncle Tito is. And, you know, remember like I'm a golfer. We have to be out there for four or five hour rounds. You know what I mean? Patience is a virtue. So I've learned through some of my athletic endeavors on how to really slow things down at times and, and be patient. And I love sitting down and having conversations with people. You know, I, this is what I, I love connecting with human beings. You know, that's at the end of the day, this is what this phone enables, enables me to do. I get to connect with so many people out there and I apologize for at least I did answer There's your DM. No right? need to apologize. But I did yeah, answer don't, the don't DM. I'm apologize. You're good. You answered every now and then, yeah. But but in my in your defense too, like I'm relentless. So I mean, good, and uh, you have to be. <laughs> I, I think everyone needs to be re- relentless at something that they want. You know what I mean? And like, and it was, you know, I, and we're here. We are today. I'm super stoked. Second question: Who should we have on? That was next? my question. Who should you guys have on next? Who should we have who, on? Who, next? Like, because we're trying to be very well, hyper local. We want really. You guys need to have Mike Brophy on your show. Mike Brophy works at Ruka. Um, you know, he's an amazing father. He's tattooed head to toe, all up the neck. And if you want to, like, think you could judge someone a book by its cover, um, this is a guy you need to sit down with and talk to. Like, I love he's that. a fantastic individual. He's he's a great talker. He was the lead singer of the band called The Pricks, which is a local band. I got Pricks for Life on my leg right here. Oh, wow. You know, I got a Black Panther wearing is that a, a Hannah, black top Hannah hat, tattoo? smoking a blunt. Yeah, these are Hannah's. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to race one day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd get Mike on here. I mean, I would say Pat Tenori and stuff, but like, you know, I think Mike is the perfect guy. Bear would be a cool guy for you guys to talk How, to. Let me ask you that. How do you get along um, with Bear? Me and Bear are, are, are thick as thieves. You know what I mean? He moves quick. You know what I mean? Everybody operates on different frequencies, you know? He's quick, dude. And I can barely understand him with that like horse voice. Yeah. But like, he's he's a smart guy though. He's very smart. I I read his stories and I'm like, this guy's deep. This guy's not a joke. Like he he knows what he's talking about. Blake showed me a thing. Blake introduced me to all these guys. Blake introduced me to checking you out. So Bear does this thing on a whiteboard, but it's like a cheap whiteboard. I like what he's done with us. Hilarious. 
Okay, guys, I'm going to give you a little just lesson. I'm not a life coach. Actually, he's like this. Oh, with that voice. And then he starts, just does a line. And then goes on the next so one. I'm looking funny. at him like, he didn't write anything. But we don't care because it's so engaging. We're like, oh, I'll keep watching. Yeah, yeah Bear is a, uh, he's a, he's a marketing guru. You know, he, he's, he's out of all the millennials, all the people that have been out in the space, um, this specific character, Bear, um, He's lived in this generation with cell phones. I grew up with cell phones. I didn't. How I, old is he? Bears, you know, probably 27, 28 years old. He looks like he's old. 38. Yeah, he looks a little bit older, but he's still got that sexy bear look. And yeah. uh, he, he's Sicilian, right? He, he's something of, yeah, some Italian <laughs> South, thing. Going South on. Italy. But he, he, his family owns all the paint parks in Southern California. SC Village. And do, you, of, do you paintball? I've gone out to his paintball thing a couple times. If you ever want to like have a one-on-one, on, Let's I've got do it. I do it and we'll document the come whole out there with thing. Bear. Like we'll go do. He does these things called Giant Tactical Day, and that's a day where like his buddies can come out. So you guys got to come out. I would I would be super into like I'm all about like athleticism and competition. I I would sponsor you doing. I'd be like one of the sponsors if you wanted to get like a bunch manly, of people together. It'd be fun games. to have Travis Kennedy out there. Here's the thing about Laguna. I'm from Laguna. It's a little too like too far artsy for me you know what i mean like i'm into it i'm into the arts but like it needs to be a little more like you know they wouldn't be as down for bringing like the phones in you know they're too like they'll in a couple years they'll be more into the media shit so you gotta do it up here but uh i think you name it whatever the fuck you want and we get a couple cool sponsors together well i wanted to take kelly slater on and i offered this to him i wanted kelly slater up i I want five two kelly versus uncle tito in a surf off, which he'll beat me. Yeah, you're a not ju- going to win a, that one. A jujitsu off. Yeah, you got that. He's golf, got a bald head. Yeah, a golf off and a <clears throat> ping pong off because he's a great golfer and he's a freaking hell of a ping pong player. So that whole thing, like we, he beat me at surfing. I'd probably tap him out in, in jujitsu, but he's he's not a slouch in jujitsu. And then the golf and surf. How much you weigh? Uh, I'm about 170. Oh, you kill him in jujitsu, man. No, it doesn't matter how big or small you are. I don't know. He's pretty small, dude. He's pretty strong, dude. I'm like trying to give you props here. You better just take it or I'm going to just jump on the Kelly train. Okay. Fuck Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Smelly gator. You better step up here. Um, third question. Who did you buy your house with? Uh, Bob Coluccio. Oh. Know, Bobby C, man. I know Bob. One of the coolest dudes in the world, dude. Coluccio. The Coluccio's family. Is that a Coldwell guy? No. He was a strata for a little yeah. bit. I don't know who he's with, but he's Bob, not with them Bobby anymore. C is great, man. I wish he's with Arbor now or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's cool. If I want to put it back on the market, we'll talk about some things. But I think I'll keep that house forever. It's got a rental property on the back end that helps bring in supplement income for me. It's it's. A what fantastic. street are you on? But yeah, we're located on the. He's cameras. Yeah. If you look on his Instagram, he found that. It's oh, the okay. craziest thing. Everybody's I'll just everybody's pull title. shit's public record, man. You can look anybody up, yeah. and there's so many people. Oh, I look you up all the time. They can just <laughs> type in your information, and they get all your. We have stuff. a satellite on you your guys home. Guys got my credit score and everything. I'm sure. Fuck, you know how's exactly that? Is that good or no? Pretty solid. Yeah, like yeah. sevens or eights. Uh, I think I'm in the sevens for sure. It's okay. Yeah. I'm in the eights. You know, fantastic. God. Yeah. Well, Thanks, th- bro, this is great, on. man. We really appreciate it. I think people are going to be stoked on this. So what's the name of the show again? Uh, the CGTV podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning in to the CGTV podcast with the biggest savages in Costa Mesa, Newport and Orange County. You want a house? They're going to sell it to you but you don't know what your rate's going to be because that's up to the American government on this day! Here's another classic, 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 classic.
Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. If you liked it, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And if you want to leave a review, we would really, really appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at CGRE underscore TV. You can find me at Blake Nelly, Blake and then N-E-L-L-E-E and at Cedric Channels, just like it sounds. Finally, if you see myself or Cedric around town on the peninsula or on 17th Street, please say hi. We'd love to meet you. And if you know anyone that we should have on the show, send them our way. Yeah, bro. Channels crew. (laughs) (laughs) Freaking legend.